0: guys welcome back to my podcast flatline today i'm back
1: with kayla yes all three of you have spoken and i am back so glad that she's here and um today we would really
0: like to talk about jody Arias's case which has gotten a lot of publicity lately i don't know what that's about but it's just blown up recently and for those of you who aren't familiar with this case um to sum it up basically um jody had this boyfriend named Travis, and they broke up, and she stalked him, and then she murdered him. And it was extremely gruesome. It was it was bad. And um, without further ado, let's get into it. So we are going to be doing this podcast a little differently today. um, Since this case is so well known, we just thought we'd ask each other questions and just kind of go back and forth like that.
1: Yeah, I think it's really just going to be more so of a discussion rather than a, like, full in-depth covering of the case. There's tons and tons of resources that you guys can um, look at if you guys are confused on anything. But for us, we, we're on a time crunch, girl, so we're just going to do some discussions. So, what do you
0: think about the photos that she took
1: of Travis
0: before she killed him?
1: I, I personally feel like the photos and, like, the camera was, like, kind of her way of, like, getting in and, like, kind of making everything seem kind of normal because she, that was something that they did pretty often is they would get together and they would go take pictures together and they would take some risque photos together. And so I think that maybe that was just, like, her kind of attempt to, um like cover like bring some normalcy I don't necessarily think that she like wanted those pictures for like later like to like look back on because she throws the camera in the washer trying to like get rid of it so I don't think that she wanted those necessarily to like keep for herself I think that that was her way of like getting in and making things seem kind of normal
0: yeah I think I think she took photos as an alibi necessarily but just in case so you know if they were able to find the pictures which they were or else we wouldn't be talking about him but (laughs) um she could be like oh well we were like doing the nasty and we're not supposed to do that and i took some pictures and i didn't want anyone to see so i threw the camera
1: away yeah that could be another reason like um just like a cover or whatever. But um yeah, I think more so it was like kinda her way of keeping things like normal.
0: Oh no, I didn't understand what you meant at first. Yeah, that definitely could have been it too, so he wasn't suspicious. Yeah. yeah because, because
1: Oh sorry, you, you go.
0: You go. <laughs> because um like she she was a stalker, obviously, so she broke into his house like through the dog door because Wild. I don't know. Because I know. She's
1: nuts. Yeah. I didn't want to say that. I was hoping you'd say it first. Yep, she's nuts. Let's just get that out of the way. First and foremost, she's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? Girl is insane in the membrane. Yeah, literally.
0: But, like, so obviously that wasn't a weird thing for him. To just, like, walk in and she'd just be, like, in his bed. Like, she he'd be like, oh, this again? Like, this yeah. is the third time this week.
1: Like. Exactly. Yeah. So. I think it was, like, all kind of, like, part of their routine. And so, like, having the camera and taking pictures of him in the shower was kind of just, like, part of what they normally did. But I don't think, like, I feel like some people think that she, like, intended to keep those or, like, wanted them for some reason. And I don't think she did because she threw the thing away. Why would she keep those photos that would, like, implement herself? Which it ended up backfiring anyway. But I think it was more so to keep the normalcy and, like, keep him not suspicious of her. And not some, like, weird thing. Yeah. What do you think
0: about the pictures resembling the pictures and scene from Scream,
1: I think it was? I don't remember if it's Scream or, um, like... American Psycho, maybe? I think it's a super weird coincidence, and I would not be surprised if she did that on purpose, but I don't- I think it's a coincidence, to be honest. Like, I think if you take a picture of someone in the shower, it's, it's gonna look like a bunch of other pictures of people in the shower. There is only so much creativity you
0: can make when you're planning to kill someone later.
1: Yes, exactly, but- The resemblance to the movie, I think, is kind of something that when a a case gets talked about over and over and over and over and over again, there's always, like, someone that wants to bring, like, a new thought or a new theory, so I don't know if it's more so just, like, something that they noticed and people, like, ran away with it. I think it's a coincidence. I don't think she was, like, trying to set up a scene, per se. Yeah, I don't... I think she was smarter
0: than she's letting on, but I don't want to give her that much credit for being like, oh, this is going to get talked about, and then people are going to see that it looks like Scream, and then there's going to be more people talking and stuff, so...
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay, so one of the first things that I want your thoughts on are her behavior in the integration room and... um Just, like, her behavior in general leading up to the investigation before she was, like, an actual suspect. Because, you know, she, she like, called the police from California and was, like, oh, just I just want to let you know I'm here if you have any questions. I was really close to Travis. And then she also, like, when she was in the interrogation room after the police left, she was, like, singing. I think she was singing um, Holy Night, which is, like, yeah, uh, yeah. And then she was also, like, doing headstands and stuff. So, like, do you think that she was doing that on purpose? Do you think that she was trying to, like, insert herself into it because she was, like, nosy and she wanted to know what was going on? Do you think she knew she was being recorded? Thoughts. Go. Okay. I think that she was
0: insane. Like, honestly... She probably was doing it for show because, like, you know, I think she was that kind of person who wanted the attention and who wanted that stuff on her. But I, she also just could, like, be doing that stuff in her pastime, like, normally. Mm -hmm. I don't, well, I think maybe that she did know about the recording camera. Mm -hmm. Because most interviews and interrogation rooms, they, they have cameras. So I definitely feel like she was playing it up Mm -hmm. for, like, everyone to see. Because Mm -hmm. she's a show person. She wants all eyes on her. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I definitely think it was for show. And what about the mug shot? That's, like... She was... That's crazy to me. She just, like... She... I don't even know how to use my words right now. She was trying to, like, see if she could do her makeup, and she was fixing her hair and asking if she looked okay. Like, I don't think she really knew what was going on.
1: Yeah, like, I don't feel like she really understood... Not understood, because she's not stupid, right? She's clearly very manipulative. But it's just interesting, like, if she was being recorded, clearly she wanted... No, she was being recorded. If she knew she was being recorded, clearly she wanted to, like, portray a certain um, type of thing with, like, the singing Holy Night and stuff. But I don't understand why she would just, like, do a headstand. Like, what does that show?
0: Maybe she was getting bored. We don't know how long she was in there.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But it's still weird. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I think it's weird. And then for, like, trying to get ready... For your mugshot, like, that's so weird. It's almost like she kind of, like, knew that her mugshot was going to be plastered, like, all over the tabloids and, like, in the news and stuff. And so she, like, wanted it to look good, which is so weird to me. Yeah, I mean, like, despite if
0: it's in, if it's going to be everywhere, if it's going to be on the news or in tabloids or, like, what you said, I mean, like, maybe don't ask... If you can do your makeup or if you look okay. Because the the person taking your picture is going to be like, this person is psychotic. I don't understand. Yeah. That's weird.
1: Well, plus, like, usually you would think that you would just want to get it over with and get processed so that you can go home as soon as possible. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she wanted to play it up for everyone. So they'd be like, you know, this is weird. I don't think she understands.
1: Because I think a lot of it goes back... Oh, like, plain dumb? Yeah. Kinda? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Just, like, kind of, like, ditzy and airhead-like. Like, Like she wants to, like, look good because her picture's being taken. Uh, Yeah,
0: I think she wanted to play, like, play that role, kind of. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially with, like, when she was doing the headstands, I bet she wanted to play ditzy. Like, she didn't... You know, like, she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't get it. And I think that she sang holy night because she wanted that picture of her to be like oh well she's like singing a you know a religious song like that's she's she's religious she wouldn't kill someone that's like Mm -hmm. against all the religions and like human law
1: right yes all of those things (laughs) here to help and the thing that, like, the first part of my question where she, like, called the police to, like, insert herself. Oh. I just thought that was, like, interesting because one of the things that they say about, like, um, serial killers and stuff is, like, oftentimes they will insert themselves into the investigation. What did she do?
0: She inserted, inserted herself. herself.
1: <laughs> okay, so
0: Jody changed her appearance for her court date Mm -hmm. and she like she dyed her hair and she wore glasses Mm -hmm. so what do you think about that
1: what do you think her reasoning behind that was um well I'm sure that her lawyers probably told her to but I think that they all were trying to portray a certain image to the court rather than um this girl who is crazy and stalking her ex-boyfriend and sneaking into his house to be naughty so they needed to kind of like change that and then at the same time they were also trying to their plan of defense was to try to kind of like uh make her seem like the victim and so I think that they changed her appearance and made her try to like look as victimy as possible like I guess submissive. I don't know if that's really the right word, but
0: no, I I get it. Like I understand where you're coming from. I definitely think that they wanted to portray a different image because her interrogation footage and her her asking, like what what they looked like or if she looked okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think they wanted to portray a quieter. Um, for lack of a better word, submissive, like you said. Um, image like the Christian girl, like who innocent, yeah, innocent, and not you know some crazy blonde who. Doesn't wear glasses and
1: <laughs> who doesn't the glasses must be a big thing for you.
0: <laughs> I don't. I just want to know. I want to know. Did does she need them? Yeah, like are they fake glasses? Are they real? She's not wearing them in any of the pictures, interrogation footage, literally anything.
1: If those are fake glasses, then I way to commit Dude. to the image that you're trying to portray. I, th-
0: I feel like they're fake because I haven't seen anything about them. Maybe they're reading glasses and she just like...
1: I have no idea. But I think that they, yeah, she changed her image because she wanted to... She was telling a story and spinning a story and she did not match that. Woman Like, that character that she was portraying herself as in the story, when you look at her, it didn't necessarily match that. So, I think her lawyers were like, well, we need to, um...
0: We need to fix that.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I I agree.
1: Okay, so, speaking about the actual court case and the trial, I want to know what your thoughts are on her, like, finger that was jammed. Because she was trying to portray this, that she was a victim of domestic violence, and she reacted in self-defense. And one of the only injuries that she did was, like, she held her finger up, and it, like, looked kind of (laughs) bent. And, like, that was it. So do you think that that almost, like, hurt her in a way? Because it just was, like, so ridiculous looking? I... I think it looked like she was trying
0: too hard to portray that this story. Because, I mean, he's, you know, she, she killed him. So he's not going to come back and be like, I, I didn't hit her or I hit her. Like, it's her word against no one's word.
1: Well, I mean, her, not her, his friends and roommates and stuff obviously stood up as character witnesses and were like, no, that didn't happen. But, like, her only... Physical proof was like a finger that was like jammed because she said that he grabbed her hand really hard.
0: I don't know if you can do that to a finger just by grabbing it, but I don't know. I'm not that strong, so I can't do that on my own, but maybe someone can. I think I have to say, I think because this is an opinion based thing, and I don't want people to think that I'm telling facts. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But I think that, I think it hurt her because it was just so ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, like, you want to, if you want to tell the story about domestic abuse, I mean, A, I think she jammed her own finger. I think she jammed her own finger Well, I mean, it definitely
1: looked like an old injury that just healed weird. In my opinion, I'm not a doctor, but, like, I just thought it was, like, so ridiculous that that's kind of what she used and she like held it up and like portrayed it to the whole courtroom and like went into this long discussion about how he grabbed her finger really hard and it like hurt really bad and it broke her finger because he grabbed it so weird well or hard
0: i want to tread carefully because i've never been a victim of domestic abuse but i feel like And I don't know, I wasn't there, I wasn't part of that relationship. I don't know if he was hitting her or if she wasn't. But I feel like if she killed him over a broken finger, so gruesomely, might I add, maybe... She wasn't the victim? Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely think that she, you know, she portrayed her story well. I just, I want to believe... That she wouldn't just do something because she was psychotic. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think that if that's your only injury, that easily could have been from, like, years ago when you are just, like, being stupid and, like, jammed your finger or something. I don't...
1: Yeah. Do you think... I guess, do you think that the injury was real or fake is my main question, and do you think it had any relevancy to the actual case? I think it had any relevancy, because it was such a small injury,
0: and I don't think her story made that much sense, because I don't know if you can break a finger just by grabbing it. I mean, I think it would have made more sense if she said that he jammed her finger in a door, but I, th- I think it was fake, or at least she didn't get that from him, he didn't do that to her. Yeah, I think it was fake. You think it was, like, SFX or something?
1: Well... No, I think it was an old injury or she just has a weird finger that is like bent weird or something. And she used that because she didn't have any actual proof of, to back up her story.
0: So Travis's body wasn't found until a week later after um he was already killed. So his body was just in his bedroom for a week and he had roommates and they didn't notice a smell or they didn't question, you know, why they hadn't seen him or talked to him or anything. So what do you think about that?
1: Um, I personally don't understand how you can live with somebody and just not see them for seven days and then just be like, yes, that's normal. Like, I think that's weird. Not that I think that the roommate had any part in this at all. I don't think the roommate or his friends or anything had any part of it. I just am like so... It's incredulous the fact that he was just chilling in his room, listening to music, watching movies. People were banging on his door. He couldn't hear anything. He hadn't seen his roommate in a long time, and he was just like going about his life. I mean, to be fair... Maybe
0: the roommate did say that he had already thought that he had left to Cancun because he was going on a trip with his with his friend. So his roommate that too. did think. But the thing that, I... the smell. How do you not notice the smell? I mean, people say that the smell of the dead body is unmistakable. Like, how would you not notice that?
1: I don't know. I guess, like, Because Travis was in the master bedroom, in the master bathroom, so he was, like, in a pretty far, I mean, I don't have, like, a blueprint of the house, obviously, but, like, I guess it's possible that, like, his roommate could, maybe his room and, like, the kitchen was far enough away from the room to where he couldn't smell it. Maybe, but he was decomposing.
0: Like, the body was decomposing. So, I wonder if it was, like, If since they had been there for a week already, if the smell wasn't immediately, like...
1: Like they were nose blind? Yeah. Maybe. Like it just
0: happened over time.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing I think is, like, I think people sometimes think that roommates are, like, best friends and they see each other all the time and they talk all the time. But, like, I think sometimes roommates are just that. Like they rent a room from you in your house, they pay you and they come and go and there's really not like a like a friendship there. Not to say that they weren't friends, just like not close friends that like check in with each other every day and like hang out all the time. So maybe it was normal for them to like not see each other for a while, especially since Travis was supposed to be going on a trip. Maybe he just like didn't think about it and was just in his room so he couldn't smell anything.
0: Yeah, and he, his roommate was with his girlfriend, so they he was probably a little preoccupied.
1: Yeah, and we don't know, like, how much of that time he was actually in the house, too. You know, like, he was probably coming and going and living his life. So, I'm sure he wasn't just sitting in the house for seven days straight, like, inhaling decomposition stench. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I don't think, I definitely don't think that he had any
1: part of it or
0: anything, I Just, like, it's a little interesting to me. Yeah, it's wild.
1: (laughs) But I guess, like, when you first hear something like that, you're, like, you live with this person and for seven days you thought you just didn't see them and you were, like, cool with that. But I guess, like, you have to take in consideration, like you said, he was supposed to be going on a trip to Mexico. Um, His roommate was spending time with his girlfriend so he was not paying attention to what Travis was doing, especially since he was supposed to be gone. And um. They it just didn't seem like they had, like, that close of a relationship to be, like, walking into each other's room and stuff. Because Travis did keep his door locked when he wasn't at home, too.
0: Yeah, I just... I mean, I, I just don't think that they were as close as people want them to be.
1: Yeah, I think it's... Like I was just saying, I think people expect roommates to be really close but sometimes it is just a roommate like he just lives in his room he pays Travis rent comes and goes does his job comes home sleeps you know they maybe hang out in the living room together sometimes and like maybe they hang out with their friends together and stuff but for the most part I just don't think that it was common and they're guys too like girls Check in with each other. Yeah. We're knocking. We need a dress to borrow. We need the makeup. Do you have this? Do you have that? Guys are just like not doing that. They're not constantly knocking on doors and what are you doing tonight? Do you want to have a glass of wine? Like, I just, they don't interact like that, I don't think.
0: Yeah. So, especially because we are both girls, Mm -hmm. it's a little weird at first because we need to talk to the people who we live with. Like, we need that interaction. But guys are just, like, they're different. Yeah. They're just wired different. They don't need to talk to someone they live with 24-7. Yeah,
1: for sure. And I think um, it's just, it's weird when you hear at first the situation, but then you're like, "Uh, okay. Like, when you think about it and you consider all the facts and stuff, I guess it is not as weird as it first seems. It's just shocking to hear at first. Okay so my next question slash topic is Jody asking for the death penalty and then like changing her mind because maybe she like actually was gonna get it. I don't know. I just think that like do you think that she was asking for the death penalty in order to like, maybe, like maybe she really wanted just a lifetime sentence and like she thought by saying that she wanted the death penalty that they would, the jury and the judge would be like, oh, well, we don't want to give you what you want. So we're going to give you life in. Like, reverse psychology, kind of. Or do you think she was just talking out of her butt?
0: Thanks for censoring. <laughs> um, I think it was a bit of both. I think... I don't think she wanted to die. I definitely don't think that she actually wanted the death penalty. And it might have
1: been reverse psychology. But...
0: I, I do think she's talking out of her butt, too.
1: Yeah, like, I think so, too.
0: Like, it's just... I don't think that she had thought that far ahead. Like, the people aren't going to... I don't want to give her what she wants. Because I do think that she thought that she was going to get away with it for a decent amount of time. Yeah. So, I don't think it was reverse psychology, necessarily. But I, I think that, you know, she did... She didn't want to die. She wanted the life sentence if she was going to get a sentence.
1: Yeah, I just think, I think that she was at a point to where she was lying and saying so much that she could not even keep herself straight, even for her own things, like whether or not, like what kind of punishment she wanted. I think that she was lying so much and like you just said, really thought that she was going to get away with it, that it didn't matter what she said. And so, she said to give her the death penalty as a way to, like, make people think that she really was, like, um, regretful for what happened.
0: Yeah. I think she wanted to show people that she did feel bad. Mm, yeah. By playing, I can't believe I did this. I didn't mean to kill him. I feel so bad. I don't about deserve it. to live. Like, exactly, that Exactly, like, that kind of stuff. Like, not not fishing for, like, compliments, but, like... You know, fishing for, um, for, like, um, what's the word? I don't know. You're so much help. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fishing for... Not
0: fans, but, like...
1: Like, um, empathizers, maybe? Yeah. Or sympathizers? Yeah, like...
0: fishing for sympathy and stuff.
1: Yeah, like, maybe people would be like, oh, it's, it's okay. Like, you were being
0: abused, like, it, it, it happened, it wasn't your fault.
1: Yeah. I, first and foremost, I have an honorable mention because during this whole death penalty stuff where she was flipping back and forth, she did do a one-on-one interview and the interviewer asked her why she keeps talking, (laughs) which I, I love the shade. I loved it and I just think that he needs an honorable mention because he held her accountable. She said it doesn't matter what I say because everyone thinks I'm lying either way. And he was like, okay, then why do you keep talking? And I just, like, love it. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Perfect. But aside from that, I think that she really had no idea what she was doing. I think, that she, I think that she thought that you, like, said, like, trying to get sympathizers and being like, oh, I messed up so bad. I, I deserve the death penalty. And then that didn't really work. So she tried to flip and be like, you can't kill me because I don't want to put my parents through more than I already have. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my thoughts. Okay, so my last
0: question is... I want to talk about the murder scene. Because it was... (laughs) Okay, thanks for that input. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) It was gruesome like there was blood everywhere almost like someone was killed there crazy I know
1: I know wild but
0: it was just awful like something straight out of a horror movie like his Travis had been cut from side to side on his throat like he was almost de- decapitated and he was stabbed 29 times
1: and he was also shot
0: yeah right above his uh right eyebrow
1: yeah yeah I think that is insane. Like, I don't understand... I don't understand how she, like, pulled that off, I guess. Well, I guess, I mean, if she caught him in the shower and then shot him... And and then then stabbed him, I guess that would make sense. But, like, just the amount of, like, anger that that shows me is insane. Like, the fact that you were betrayed enough or jealous enough or whatever enough possessive enough to go and do that to somebody wild I know that's crazy to me
0: I think that she I'm going back to her like her um story of like she was being abused by him I guess it's A little harder to believe because the crime scene was so gruesome. But if you are put in that situation, I guess it makes more sense. Like, because you're so angry and you're hurt and everything that you just you can't stop once you once you started.
1: Yeah, I do wanna put in like a disclaimer though. We are not sympathizing with Jodi Arias. No, that is
0: not what's happening. (laughs)
1: Like, just don't get it twisted, okay? She is manipulative, she lied. And she tried to cover her butt by saying things about Travis to make what she did, to justify what she did.
0: Yeah, my thought process is just, I'm just talking.
1: It's okay, it's Sunday. Huh? Yeah, and it's bedtime. Pretty much. And so, yeah, I think that she, I truly think that her mindset was, if I can't have you, then nobody can. And I'm going to make sure that everyone knows they can't have you. Like, that's kind of where I think she was at. Yeah, 100%. Because she was so... Possessive, I mean, during
0: their relationship, I know she ended up breaking it off.
1: Why are you so obsessed with me? Everybody knows do you know that song? I do
0: know that song, okay, I well, love that song. it applies yes um anyway, where was I um she like she broke it off, and she wanted it didn't play out the way she wanted, so she tried to get him back using sex and that didn't work out either because for travis it was just the best of both worlds she wasn't quite marriage material so he didn't have to date her but he was still getting what he wanted he was still getting sex yeah and it didn't turn out right and she it backfired on her when she broke up with him because she wanted him to be like i'm so sorry i can't live without you this was a mistake i'm sorry for what i did But it didn't happen like that, so she panicked, I'll bet. or Panic isn't the right word, but she...
1: Yeah, because this definitely was very calculated. Oh, yeah,
0: 100%. But she She became more possessive because she knew that she couldn't have him. It was an obsession
1: because she wanted him. Well, and he was starting another relationship with someone that he really did feel like might be marriage material. Yeah, so I think she
0: you know, she was tripping. Yeah. (laughs) She, she lost it. She snapped because she's in love and obsessed with this guy who doesn't feel the same way about her, but feels that way about, well, not like obsessed, but is starting to feel something for a girl who wasn't her.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think that there was jealousy and rejection happening, even though like, He rejected her several times. She just didn't seem to get the hint. But at the same time, I will say it's confusing for you to show up to someone's house and sometimes they tell you you need to leave and you're trespassing and other times they let you in and tell you to spend the night. Like, I get that that's confusing. Does it constitute shooting somebody in the head and then stabbing them 27 times? No. No. Like, a a normal person at that point would just be like, you know, I think maybe we should just... On this, go our separate ways, yeah. But I think that she was just like, she could not get over it, she could not go her separate way, yeah, because she was so
0: obsessed with him, yeah, and she so, couldn't, she couldn't tear him apart. Or,
1: well, she, she did, she couldn't
0: <laughs> have him be a part of someone else's life if he wasn't a part of hers,
1: yeah, exactly. And so, I think that that. Despite like all of the logistics, like comparing size and like how was she able to overpower him and all that stuff, I think that anger and adrenaline, yeah, anger and adrenaline is something to be reckoned with. Yeah, and it can cause that. And about the crime scene, I just thought about this. Like for the roommates, that crime scene had been sitting for seven days, too. So like by the time that they got in there, it probably looked. So much worse, I I guess, because it's been sitting there for days and days and days. Well, worse and better
0: because she did try to clean it up. Uh, like, you know, she mm-hmm. washed the sheets and stuff
1: mm-hmm. and she... So you're telling me that she did laundry and the roommate still didn't know that something was going on? <laughs> maybe he wasn't home. Maybe. Or I guess maybe, like... She did clean his house, so maybe it was normal for her to do laundry, I guess. (laughs) I mean, she was psychotic, so maybe she should
0: be nice about it. I guess so. I'll sneak into your house, but I'll clean your clothes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) God. Just morbid. A little bit, yeah. It's how we cope, guys. Okay, this is heavy stuff.
0: (laughs) This is so messed up. Also, I will say it was, she stabbed him 29 times, not 27 Okay, so worse. Yes, worse. But I wanted to <laughs> wanted to make sure we got correct. That in there. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct that it. fact
1: real quick. My final topic, because it's not really a well, I guess it is a question. Question topic, whatever. Is I want to know if you see any comparisons between Jody Arias and Casey Anthony's like personalities. Obviously, their cases are really different for the most part, but I think that there's a lot to be said about how similar they are and how similar their early life is.
0: Yeah, they are very similar. I mean, they both they both um, talked about getting abused during their court cases. They both lied quite a lot, mm-hmm. and they spun a story of what happened.
1: Yeah, whether or
0: not that did happen, because I can't say for sure.
1: Boy, did they lie till the end! Oh yes, Dude. they did. <laughs> like I just thought it was interesting because there was, um, a story from Jody Aris's. when she was a teenager. She like tried to grow some special plants on the roof of her parents' house, and they found it. And so they obviously searched her room for more. ...of the special plants and, like, read her journal and stuff. And so she kind of, like, flipped it on them and made it seem like they were bad for breaking the trust that they had with her. Even though they're parents, like, they're parenting. And she was, like, manipulative and lied to them a lot, too. And Casey Anthony lied a lot. And both of them seemed to have lied for, like, pretty much no reason. Yeah. Like, it seemed like they both had parents that were supportive and trying to do their best... And they still got these girls that were just a difficult, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah.
0: I I think that they lied so much, especially because they both lied about being abused and their parents had to sit through that. So I think there are a lot of similarities between them, even though the cases are so different.
1: Mm-hmm. Like um, Casey Anthony lied about... When she she well she lied about being pregnant to her parents like until she literally could not hide it anymore, she lied about graduating high school like literally until all the way up until her parents sat down at the high school graduation, and she was like just kidding, I did not graduate actually they they both lied until the very end, With yeah that, and so like that's I just think it's really interesting because like these two. It's kind of like, it's like a nature versus nurture thing, you know what I mean? Like, was this? Why are they like this? Like, what's their nurture versus nature? Yeah. So anyway, I just thought, I thought that would be a cool, well, not cool. It's all, it's not cool. None of it's cool. No, this is very bad stuff, but just an
0: interesting. Yeah,
1: I think it's an interesting kind of comparison because you have these two cases that got so much national attention and so much publicity. Even though they're so different. Yeah, but you, have, but you look at both of these p- perpetrators and you're like, they're kind of not the same, but like they have similar things in the sense that they both had pretty stable life, ch- like childhood life, they, but they both still chose to lie and manipulate their parents. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely agree with you.
0: But that is it for this episode. Please let me know if you'd like me to cover this case in depth because I think it's so interesting.
1: And thank you guys for having me back again. Hopefully I get to discuss more things with you um, on another episode.
0: Yeah, these are probably some of my favorites to make because we just have so much fun recording these.
1: Yeah, for sure. Both of our
0: social medias will be in the descriptions below, including the new Facebook and Instagram page for Flatline Podcasts. Don't forget to tune in in two weeks and I will see you guys in the next episode of Flatline. Bye guys!